Hello, Mrs. Wheel. I'm Roger from the Southwest Courier. Oh, uh, call me Joyce. Come on in. Thank you, Joyce. Uh, oh, it's my editor. I'd better get this. Thanks for calling back. I, I just wondered if you'd heard from Catherine Wilder. Yes, I, I know you sacked her. It's just... Well, she was with some bloke last night and now she's vanished. But I can't find her anywhere. Speaking of devil, Courier's just arrived with some rusted metal box from her. He says he has instructions to stick it. Sorry, you dropped out there. Hello? Oh, never mind. I'll call him back later. Uh, right, let's start the recorder. It's uh, August the 3rd, 2013. OK? OK. Well, my name is Joyce Wheel. Only, it's not, really, is it, Roger? I'm sorry? You know, don't you? My name is really Catherine Wilder. And I was born on February the 8th, 1991. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm not sure... I am 77 years old. And while investigating a story yesterday with you, I was abducted and taken back in time to 1950. All you know about it is that Catherine is missing. Well, I believe I can fill in some blanks for you. Catherine? We are not alone. Presents Tellington, episode seven, The Lost Child. I am Catherine Wilder. I was kidnapped from 2013, and I woke up in 1950. Am I mad? In a coma? Back in time? Or have I just watched too much life on Mars? Now pay attention. This is complicated. My abductor, in an attempt to return me to the future in a way that doesn't jeopardise secrecy in this universe, has connected his time portal to another universe. Unfortunately, said time traveller's boss has other plans and has crossed through the portal to an alternative 1943. I can't believe she did it. Marjorie's gone back in time to 1943 to stop her husband from dying in a parallel universe. What's she going to do? Is she going to destroy the portal? What would happen if she did? Well, if it's still powered and connected, then the plasma will collapse, I suppose, and create a feedback loop, and, and there will be a huge discharge of energy. Oh, turn it off! Turn it off! Ladies, do you long for an end to tedious washing up? Well, finally, the solution is here. All the way from America. Here it is. The hammer. <laughs> so, I lie here in the debris from the discharge, feeling lost and broken. Well, we've all been there, haven't we, girls? Will this be the end of Catherine Wilder? Well, obviously not. Otherwise, I wouldn't be typing the notes up. Meanwhile, another intrepid time traveller, George Smythe, is now stranded in Pompeii, AD 79, in search of a family of Romans who look vaguely like his own lost family. Time window locked, Pompeii, AD 79. There you are. Wait, wait, there you are. Wait, hello, hello. Hello? Do you speak English? What's that man saying, Mummy? I don't know, Epaphra. I think he's a foreigner. No, of course you don't. I am George. George. Never mind. The volcano is going to erupt. Volcano! Look, Spirius, he's pointing at the volcano. I think he wants us to go there. Oh, not another one. You can't go up there. 
The volcano is going to erupt. The volcano is going to erupt. It's not safe. I don't think he can understand you, dear. Bloody tourists. You'd think that they would learn a little bit of Latin, wouldn't you? I've come to rescue you. I will swap you for statues. I mean, it's only the most widely spoken language in the world. I mean, I said, I said you can't go up there. Oh, what's the point? I bet he's here illegally. Haven't you seen the signs? Follow me. I think he wants us to go with him. Well, I'm not following him. Oh, come on, Spirius. You're always so reluctant to try anything new. Such a stick in the mud. Don't you remember when you tried that flatbread with oil and cheese on it? Pizza! Foreign muck. It'll never catch on. Come on, we need to get the next cart out of town. You said you enjoyed it. I did not. What's that he's got? Antonia, if we miss this cart, there is no telling what's going to happen. Don't be silly. Ten minutes won't make any difference. You know what the traffic is like at four o'clock. I keep saying they should build a ring road, but, oh no, it's all got to be straight lines. Oh, don't start on about your work. It's nothing but road planning this, road planning that. You must drive them round the bend. Which would be fine if I were allowed any bends. Oh, stop it. Just don't blame me if we get buried under 50 feet of rock. Oh, you exaggerate everything. I bet it's no more than five feet of rock. Look, he's got a statue. He's selling statues. Oh, great. That's all we need. More bloody statues. I've got statues coming out of my forum. No, thank you. No, thank you. Oh, come on, Antonia. Oh, don't be so rude. You're supposed to be a civil engineer. It is a bit creepy, though. It's got no face. Sorry about the face. It it fell off. It's your daughter. A plaster cast of your daughter from the future. I thought I could substitute uh, this into the ash and, and save her life. What did he say? Oh, I don't know. I don't speak foreign. Come on, Antonia. What's the Latin for daughter? Rupert would know. The benefits of a classical education. Um, daughter. Did he just say daughter? I think he did. I can save you. Look, I replace your daughter with this. Hey, get off her. Mummy. I think he wants to swap the statue for Epaphra. What? That's disgusting. He's a child molester. Let's get out of here. Oh, how awful. What does the man want, Mummy? Best not think about it, dear. No, 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 wait. Wait, I I think there's been a misunderstanding. Let's put a warning out that there's a child molester in the hills. Hang on, I'll give Swatonius a call. Swatonius? He'll organise an angry mob. I'm sorry about this, darling. If I'd have known... You can apologise when we're in the bloody cart. Did you hear that? I told you we should have got the earlier cart. Oh, no, oh, no. (laughs) What are the chances? (coughs) <coughs> Catherine Catherine Are you alright? What happened? Do you want the physics or the massive oversimplification? Let's try the oversimplification Well this is what happens when someone shuts the power off at one end of the portal Rather than closing it properly It's Windows 7 all over again A bit like a bubble popping but with rather more force It threw you over the barrier Are you alright? From here I can see... Did you know there's a paperclip jammed in the controls of your time machine? What? The phone. I think that's your mystery caller. Is it? Oh, shit. Hang on. Hang on. Hello? Great Smog. Alternative 1952. What? Bloody hell. No wonder Marjorie was having a nervous breakdown. What is it? You're not going to believe this. We have to get the portal up and running again. Hello? Rupert? We have a mission. 
do you mean, alternative 1952? It's a long story. Look, there's a way of linking the portals across parallel universes, but that's all I can do. I can just link the portals. So I guess we're going to have to link to the other Tallington in 1952. There's another Tallington? Well, let's hope they've got better bloody facilities than this one. Look at the state of the place. How's it coming, Jack? Nearly there, Doctor B. We're only going to 1952. If it takes you any longer, it'll be quicker to wait. He just said great smog. I don't know what about it, whether you're supposed to cause it or prevent it or just inhale it. Let's just get going. Okay, 1952. In theory, this should work. And... What the hell? Someone's shooting at us. Stand still, you bitch. Marjorie? Come down here now. Don't shoot. You'll hit the portal. Get Catherine down here now. Go down the back. Where is she? Where's who? Eight years. Eight years I had to wait for you to reconnect the portals. Well, may I say you're looking good for me? Where is she? Catherine? Oh, she just popped out. Get that double-crossing bitch back here now. See, a spell in an alternative universe has done nothing for your temper. Actually, now I'm a bit closer. I take it back about looking good. Where is she? Can I get you a cup of tea? I destroyed the portal, like I said. You didn't tell me, Eugene. You didn't bloody tell me I should shoot you here. I tell you what? You didn't tell me it was going to blow up like that. Well, to be fair, I only figured it out myself after you left. It took out the entire compound. Sixteen dead. Oh, it wasn't too bad. Rupert, Ruby, you, dead. Me? Uh, but you, you survived. I wish I hadn't. I wish I died in that blast. But no, I survived. And she survived. She survived. She... Stand still! The other Marjorie, the one who belonged there, she survived with her beloved Peter. I just wanted to see him again, that was all. I didn't think I'd be with him, but to watch him with me, with her... This is all slightly confusing. Five years of them together, with me on the outside looking in at them, so happy, knowing what I should be having. He was mine, not mine... He belonged to me, not to me, but to me, the other me. And then she comes back. This isn't the same she, is it? It didn't stop them, Eugene. They built another Tallington. They took your plans and built another one. Just like this. A bit smarter. Smarter? What, smarter than mine? More professional and bigger. Bigger? In what way, bigger? Then she comes back too. Catherine. She comes back from the future, just like she did here. And it wasn't you that bought her, it was Peter. My husband, Peter. Peter the bastard. They fell in love, him and Catherine, and they proceeded to have an affair right under my nose. Literally under my nose. What, like a moustache? Uh, not saying you've got a moustache, although... I couldn't kill her, could I? Too many consequences. So I lived with it for two years as they ran their little deceptions, hiding in dark places like rats, insects, sewer animals, propagating their filth. You seem very angry. Have you sought professional help? Professional help? What if I have? So what if I have? (laughs) Doctor, I have these continuing fantasies of needing to be in control. I have to be in control! Do you see? Hmm. In any situation, you see I have to dominate it. I mustn't be interrupted. Do you see? Hmm. I'll take the gag off then. You sound stone-cold sane to me. Can I cut your testicles off now? I'd prefer you didn't. And then I remembered something you said once, Eugene, about there being no consequences in a parallel universe. 
so I waited for you to reopen the portal, so I can come and take my revenge in another dimension. I wonder why you didn't do it earlier. Why didn't you come and get me, Eugene? Why didn't you? I still can. You left me there all this time. I can set the portal now. All you have to do is go back and I'll reset it. The first time they test it, I'll reconnect and you can come back. What year was it? When did it open? Don't move. Nobody moves. Oh, God, nobody shoot. Don't shoot the portal. Don't shoot near the portal. What did I say? I said don't shoot near the portal. Don't shoot. Why does no one ever listen to me? Everyone down on the floor. What for? Did you drop a contact lens? Charlie, what's she doing here? Stop shooting at the portal, Jesus! Get down! Are you alright, Eugene? Yes, but if you hit that portal, then this whole place goes up like a bomb. You are wrong! Bombs go down, not up! Well, this one goes up. No! Bombs drop! I know! Was on the one once! It hit me! On head! I have scar! Look! Now where did she go? Catherine? Marjorie! I don't know! We saw! She flipped! She pointed gun at you! Well, it's slightly more complicated than that. She no shoot you? She has secret crush on you. She long for your pale, pudgy body. Do you think so? Trust me! You are like hairless mole. Irresistible. I am never wrong, Ronald. Eugene. We're not going down that portal while Marjorie and Charm are still out here. What? No, you must! You have to go through! I need to close this thing down. It's extremely dangerous. What's our escape protocol? I'll find you, don't worry. It might take a while, but I'll find you. 19E? We get a letter read out on points of view? I thought that was 20B. No, that's radio silence on world service. Oh, for God's sake, improvise, Rupert, improvise. I'll find you, I promise. Now go. having an affair with my husband. But I haven't had an affair with your husband. Not you, obviously, but a version of you. Then you're holding me responsible. No. I just want to kill you. Right. Can can we talk about this? When you're dead, yes. I might not be able to say much after death. It's a chance I'm willing to take. Startup sequence completed. Taking control of the portal. Retrieving letter drops. Eugene, my Amazon parcels haven't come. Must be a delivery cock-up, dear. Eugene, have Rupert and Ruby gone? Catherine, yes, they've gone. Let's get you back to 2013. Hello, Eugene. Is that a gun in my ear, or are you just pleased to see me? It's a gun. I think congratulations are in order. Congratulations? Eugene here has fulfilled his mission. What mission? Oh, Hasn't he told you? He's been working for me since he brought you back here. Just the odd piece of information to begin with. But then the linking of two parallel universes. Do you think you could put the gun down since I'm employee of the month? No, hang on a minute. You wanted two universes joined. Yes. But I wanted two universes joined. Yes. And Marjorie wanted two universes joined. You're just pawns in a much bigger game. Don't you see? No, frankly. Haven't you figured it out, Eugene? Why you were being allowed to connect parallel universes together? Why Agent Fry had no past? 
who it is who phones you with strange missions. The significance of the other Tallington? Well, obviously, no. Ah! Oh, sorry. You shot me! It was an accident. I was going for Catherine. It's on your leg. Sorry, sorry. Me again. Put that gun down. She shot me again! I'll put the gun down. I'm terribly sorry. Does it hurt? Yes, it hurts. Oh, thank God your son has none of your traits. Did you say my son? No. Did I say son? I I mean gun. I was talking about the gun. Get me medical attention. Who is my son? You haven't got a son. I have, haven't I? Who is it? Marjorie? Pick the gun up. No, not you. Not really you. The you from the other timeline. You had a son with Peter. Marjorie's husband? No wonder she's cross. Yes, yes, never mind that. Who is Fry and who are you? Get me a medic. Tie her up. Story first. What? Is it your bedtime? You want a story? I'll give you a story. About the other Tallington. The one in the other universe. Although Station K was a disaster, they had Marjorie, and with her the evidence that the portal would work, that time travel was possible. Ow! Sorry. Half the original crew were dead, thanks to Marjorie here. The first experiments opened a portal to 2013, and Catherine came through, but that was the only time it worked. They could open the portal, but couldn't control it. So there was Thomas. Sadly for him, stuck in a dead-end timeline with a distinctly inferior version of the time machine. What with no Eugene? I knew it. Oh, shut up. It's your haphazard approach that eluded the proper scientists. Do you know there's a paperclip stuck in the machine? That's the only reason it works. Yes? Uh, I knew that. Thomas, Catherine's son, is a physicist. Trapped in a universe with evidence of a time machine, but no actual time machine. Without the accident, he never would have existed. But with the accident, the time machine was never properly completed. The limitless power available to the owner of the machine is forever just outside his grasp. You lot have no idea. Scrabbling around, trying to make a difference, you've barely scratched the surface of what this machine can do. He has vision. He'll use the machine to take the world in an entirely new direction. One where history always has the desired outcome. Desired by whom? And how exactly, if he doesn't have it? That's what all this is about, Catherine. You've drilled history so full of holes that the two universes will collapse together into one. Thomas is resourceful. He realised that he didn't have a time machine, but he did have a portal. All he had to do was connect your working time machine to his portal and he had a gateway to this universe. And in 2013, he did it. He sent Gerard Fry back to 1939 and me to 1950. We're here to screw up the timelines, not to save them. Mavis using the same loop over and over again for the messages. Marjorie creating a paradox by travelling to our universe and destroying the machine. George created bonfire night out of a cultural memory. Ruby used 20th century technology in the 17th century. <laughs> Rupert burnt a hole in space-time with his self-duplication racket. abnormal portal readings, loss of time discrimination. You see, there's nothing you can do now. Your last trip has tipped the balance. The two universes are converging together, and then Thomas will arrive to create a new world with the whole of history at his disposal. 
All he has to do is connect his portal to yours, walk into the tunnel, and the world as you know it is over. Your time is collapsing, Eugene. Already 1950 and 2013 coexist outside this room. Marjorie, get the gun again. Don't be pathetic. Killing me won't stop this. We're not going to kill you. Marjorie, point the gun at me. If she moves, shoot me. If you say so. Are you mad? No, but she is. Without me, you can't use this machine. We're going on a rescue mission. Stop it. You've already lost. Your world is falling apart. Hello, Dolly. Hello, Molly. Are these your children? No, dear. These are our great-great-grandchildren. They came over in a time slip from 2013. What's your name? Is. Pardon? Come on, dear. I know children should be seen and not heard, but you can speak up a little. Is. Her name's Isabel. Oh, what a delightful name. Oh, there's writing on your shirt. Have you got it inside out, you silly chump? What does it say? I suck cocks for fun. Gosh, don't they grow up quickly? We're having a lovely time together, aren't we, Isabel? Yeah, right. I had to have a bath by the fire last night. Oh, you got to use the water first. That's, like, so unhygienic. This is child abuse. Child what? I know my rights. I should hope so, too. Left and right. And to tell the time. And tie your shoes at your age. Oh, bored now. Can we go on the Xbox? Oh, how sweet. She wants to play with a box. No, it's like a computer in it. Oh, the imagination of these children. It must be wonderful. It's like an apple only for games. And I can't remember the last time I had an apple. Wouldn't that be amazing? Amazing. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to a special episode this week. I think my husband's from the 1950s. Give them a warm round of applause. So, Deirdre, you told our researchers that your family life is a mess, because although it's 2013, your husband thinks he's living in the 1950s. No, he is living in the 1950s. There's a trans-dimensional time slip at our house. The kitchen, downstairs loo and half the bedroom are all stuck in 1950. Absolutely. So, Deirdre, tell the audience, how is this a problem? Well, when I first met him, he was standing in the kitchen. The perfect man. He held the door open for me. Flowers, proper manners like. It was lovely. We met there every day. Our love blossomed. He was such a gent. And you're married? We're married in the downstairs, Lou. Three months or 63 years ago. Depending on how you look at it, he transformed overnight. Or over a period of 63 years, depending on how you look at it. Expected me to do everything. Cook his dinner, fetch his pipe and slippers, scrub the house on my hands and knees. He wouldn't have microwave meals neither. Oh no, it had to be meat and three veg, overcooked veg too. And boiled meat, disgusting, but I know my place. And where is that? In the kitchen. And what with it being in 1950, there's no dishwasher and the bleach is playing havoc with my eczema. Well, let's see what your husband has got to say for himself. All the way from 1950, here in the studio, it's Harold! Harold, your wife has given us a pretty damning list of abuses. What have you got to say for yourself? Now look here, old chap. I'm dashed if I can see what all this kerfuffle is about. We're all reasonable gents here, aren't we? 
So why can't we pop down to the public bar and leave the ladies to fix supper and we can sort this all out over a pint like proper chaps? You can't smoke that in here. I say, that's just not cricket. How's a chap supposed to think without his pipe? Well, I'm amazed you stay with him, Deirdre. He seems without redemption. I don't know. He does have one thing going for him. And what's that? You should see the size of his pension. Time window locked. Pompeii, AD 79. Come on, Eugene. Where is it? Blasted portal. Must find shelter. Uh, um, hello? Uh, excuse me. Can I stay here? What? I don't speak German. Is he a foreigner? I don't like foreigners. No business being here. He's not Spanish, is he? Sounds like German to me. As long as he's not Spanish, I've got no time for the Spanish. They come over here blaming us for expatriating them. Well, perhaps you shouldn't have invaded them. I'm letting him in. Me? I didn't invade him, did I? Well, it's just typical of your generation. You commit the atrocities and then blame the modern world for the consequences. That's right. Blame me. It's all my fault. Urban expansion, homelessness... Roaming tribes from northern Europe. The environment. Well, if you didn't burn all that wood in your hypercost. Oh, I expect it's my fault the volcano's erupting now. Come in. Please. Thank you. What's that? It's a statue. He's a nutter. Get him out of here. I expect he's a sculptor. Is this your work? It's shit. You have no appreciation of modern art, Mother. Well, it is. Look at it. Would you believe it? That bastard left 20 minutes early, and now is stranded here. It's the statue man. Oh, God, not him again. He's a child molester. Get him out of here. Oh, no. This is where they die. I'm afraid you'll have to leave. Wait, you don't understand. I'll take your bloody statue with you. There were five of you. Oh, what's the Latin for five? Uh, oh, five. Five. Why does he keep saying five? Five. There should be seven. It's two people five. missing. yes. You. Out. I'm going to count to five. Oh, no. Five. Got it? One. It's me, isn't it? Two. It's me and the statue. Three. I'm going to die here. Four. Oh, no, no, wait. Five. Everyone say cheese. Eugene. Oh, in the name of What Jupiter. the hell was that? Battery-powered camera flash, circa 1980. You're cutting it a bit fast. He's got spurious. Taser, circa 1998. And the final touch. I am Eugene, the god of hellfire. And I bring you fire. Speak and spell, circa 1978. Reprogrammed to speak Latin. Mavis is back then. Bingo, let's get out of here. I, I can't. I have to die here. Otherwise there'll be the wrong number of bodies in the room. We're one short. Fire. Oh, no. Eugene, you have to go back without me. George, it's only going to be so long before they realise I've only got one Latin phrase. I am Eugene. The God of Hellfire. Perhaps if you stopped repeatedly pressing the button, it might not wear out so fast. All right, you go, I'll stay here. I can't do that. Of course you can. In about ten seconds, the portal will open in that wall. But, but, but what about the civilians? Does it matter? They'll all be Kentucky Fried inside twenty minutes. I, I, I won't let you. George, they need you. They don't need me. Go, take the technology with you. We don't want a hacked speak and spell to turn up in the ruins of Pompeii. Oh, Just go. Eugene... What can I say? Go. Here we are, Jack. Stores requisition. So, Catherine, you need to go out to the stores. Yes. And the lottery results for every week in 2013. Yes. And the pool's results. Yes. And uh, some clothes, money, Victorian costume jewellery, 
And that great dress I wore in 1913. And a bag to put it in. Ooh, you're going to 2013 for a while, then. You could say that. Uh, this hasn't got Marjorie's signature on it. Hasn't it? There. But b- you just did that. Does that look like Marjorie's signature to you? Well, I suppose so. There you are, then. Someone coming in. George, welcome home. Miss Charm, why are you tied to a chair? Get over here and untie me. I don't think so. Marjorie, what's going on? George, where's Eugene? Eugene? He made a tremendous sacrifice. Oh, Catherine, he stayed behind so that I could come back. Right, get this thing shut down. What? Give me the stuff. But, but what are you doing here? You didn't think I was going to sit in Pompeii and wait for the sky to fall, did you? You have to! You have no respect for the timeline. It's coming from the man who wants to swap out victims from Pompeii. Where's the camera flash? There were seven dead in that house, and now there's only six. Five and a statue. Where is the camera flash? Uh, I can't believe that you're going to leave such a a blatant discontinuity in history. And I can't believe that you've left a 1980s camera flash in a Roman city that's about to be perfectly preserved for 2,000 years. Guys! What? He's coming. Who's coming? Your son. Can't you feel it? The two universes collapsing together. Your two pasts becoming a single past. What's going on? It's the impossible George, the son of a man from another past. Force-fed knowledge from an early age to make him the perfect time traveller. His whole life written in advance. Do you believe in fate, George? Will someone answer that phone? Hello? Tom? He's coming down the portal. You're coming home? He says he's coming home. I'll shut off the portal. We all know that if you do that, you'll destroy it. Destroy all of us. And you'll lose your colleagues who are currently in the parallel universe. He wants to speak to Charm. Untie her. And I've got uncollected winnings on the finalists in the 2000 what, Grand National. What about Ruby? What about Ruby? Is she in a parallel universe? And I'll never get back to 2013. And I'll never see my husband again. Hello? Yes, I think we're about ready for you. Enter the portal when you're ready. I'll never see him again. Is he in? He's on his way. I'll never see him again. The bastard. Do it. Close the fucking portal. George, close it. Catherine. Catherine! I'll never get back, will I? No, you can't go back. Close it. We're closing it. I don't think so. Ah! Eugene! Like he said before, you can't control it without him. The portal stays open. Eugene? Are you dead? Yes. Stand back, everyone. I'm going to shoot the portal. (laughs) Marjorie keeps a loaded revolver in her desk drawer. Has done for ten years. The trouble is, she never reloaded it. You see... All this is history now. My history. You can't trick me. The portal stays open. Where is Tom? Is he in the portal at the moment? How many times? It's a time machine. Only another minute and your son will be here. A family reunion. (laughs) I win. I win. You can't rewrite history. I win. Catherine. Eugene. Do you know, from here... You can see a paperclip stuck in your time machine. Just there. What happens? What happens if I pull it out? Rewriting history. It's what we do, isn't it? Um, we should probably... Run! 
for a massive explosion. Aye. you have it. That's how I ended up in 1950, and here we are in 2013. Cup of tea? Yes. Yes. That would be nice. I think... I think... Do you take milk? Yes. So the time machine was destroyed, and you were stuck in 1950? They claimed it was a gas explosion. Sugar? No. You must be her granny or something. Then how would I know about the derelict house in Seven Crescent, where you pretended to be a delivery man? Ask me anything you like about it. I remember it as clearly as if it was yesterday. It was yesterday. For you. For me, it was 50 years ago. 50? Ha! Well, there you are, then. Thank you for your time. What is it? What is it? You said that you're 77 years old. It's 2013. It doesn't add up. You said it was 50 years ago. 1950 was 63 years ago. Catherine was, is, 27 years old. So you would be 90, not 77. Oh? Oh, well. Never mind, then, if you're not persuaded. No, I'm not persuaded. You nearly had me. I've been spending too much time around Catherine. I'll see myself out. Thank you for the tea. I see. Well... Unless you can somehow account for the missing 13 years. Thirteen years? Well, I ask you, Roger, do you really think that having invented the time machine, having gone to all that trouble, that we wouldn't rebuild it? Tellington, Episode 7, The Lost Child, was written by John Thrower and Mad Nation, and script edited by Tim Hounsom, and performed by Mad Nation, John Thrower, Lucy Brownhill, Lisa Walsh, Andrew Fletcher, Verity Neves, Tim Hounsom, Harriet Pocock, and Rob Dawson. It was edited by Nathan Rowe, with music by Kevin McLeod from Incompetech.com, and includes sound effects from www.freesfx.co.uk. It was directed by Rob Dawson and produced by John Thrower and Lisa Thrower for We Are Not Alone. For a full list of credits and other paraphernalia, visit our website at www.wearenotalone.co.uk. 